Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. This call is being recorded. Great is your mercy towards me, your loving kindness towards me, your tender mercies I see day after day. You're always providing for me. Great is your mercy I have seen. Great is your Father, we come before your presence, Lord. We want to give you praise and thanks tonight for the special music that reminds us that great is your mercy towards us. Great is your kindness towards us, Lord. Your tender mercies we receive and see daily. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength, Lord, and I present this young man before you, Lord. As he come with the word tonight, Lord, may you move him, Lord, and hide him behind your defense line. May your robe of righteousness cover him now. May your anointed power by means of the Holy Spirit condescend upon him, Lord. Anoint his lips that the words that cometh forth will be not his, but will be yours. May you maintain him now, Lord. 
Give him the vision. Give him the tolerance. Give him the utterance to speak to represent you in the fullest tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray and I ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Indeed, we want to turn over the program now to Pastor Saw. And Pastor Saw is a man who loves the Lord. He loves the Lord, and we want to give God praise and thanks for him. So as he comes with the word, please indeed keep him in your prayers right now. Pray him up. Pray him up as he brings forth a word from our Lord and Savior tonight. Blessed love, Pastor Saw. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. Blessed, blessed love in the name of Jesus, my dear brother Andrew. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Praise be to God. Thank you so much. And uh, blessed Sabbath each and every one of you on the eve of a new uh, month on the first Sabbath of May. God has been great, not just been good, but great to each one of us. And I pray that you are rejoicing in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Uh, today, we want to praise God for the testimonies. God is working. God is still sitting on the throne. He's still in control. And uh, we thank God for the assurance that he is with us and will be with us to the very end of the world. This evening, for the next few minutes and moments together, I want to share with you just a short word that will lift your spirits, that will remind you of uh, something that is of paramount importance. And so I want to speak to you on this short devotional charge and thought entitled, One Thing is Necessary. One Thing is Necessary. Let's pray one more time as we open God's word. And so, loving Lord Jesus, thank you for your amazing grace, for your wondrous care, your protection, your mercies, which endure forever. As we come now to open your words, open our minds to receive your word, to see you, the living word, and to receive it, Lord, with gladness and joy in our hearts. Remove every distraction that you will be our main attraction, for we ask it all in the almighty name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. I'd like to turn your attention to the Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of Luke chapter 10. One thing is necessary. I'd like to speak to you on the subject, one thing is necessary. We read from the scriptures, uh, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 and onward. Follow with me. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. The Bible says in verse 38 of Luke chapter 10, Now, while they were on their way, Jesus entered a village called Bethany, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was continually listening to his teaching. Pause there for a moment, and we'll come back to the remainder of the verses of that chapter. I'm speaking to you this evening on the subject, one thing is necessary. Jesus loved a quiet home. In fact, Bethany, the Bethany home was his, a home away from home, as it were. It was his oasis, his retreat. He would come there and people would throng uh, uh, to be there. Crowds would gather, but but, but when he got there, they had perhaps a gate, and he was able to uh, enjoy the company, the fellowship, the human tenderness, the affection of his 
friends. He probably would call them his own family. Lazarus, Martha, and Mary, all related, brother and two sisters. Two sisters and one brother. And so they loved when Jesus came by because he would bring light. He would bring love. He would bring joy to their home. And let me talk to somebody here today. When Jesus is in your home, when Jesus is in your heart, he brings light and love and joy and peace. And so they always welcome Jesus into their home and at Bethany. And so Jesus came, and whenever, wherever he went, he always imparted blessings to those who saw him, the crowds outside. But when he came in, he needed some time to relax and to unwind. But when he came, he would always uh, share with them blessed truths that would uh, somehow captivate and capture their attention. But Jesus also needed some rest from the weary conflict and the traverse of public life. And so here it opened to him a place of refuge, a place of refreshment. And there he would spend time with the family from Bethany. But it's interesting that as Jesus came, he was not so much looking for, you know, a big banqueting table, and he was not looking for all the bells and whistles. He simply enjoyed the company of being with those he loved, his children. And so the Bible says in verse 40, as we continue, but Martha was very busy and distracted with all of her serving responsibilities. And she approached him and said, Lord, is it of no concern to you that my sister has left me, left me to do the serving alone? Tell her to help me to do her part. I'll pause there for a moment. We're not talking about uh, Martha being busy in serving the community. She's not serving in the Dorcas or Community Services Department. She, we're talking about serving with the chores at home, cleaning up and cooking. And, and, and those things are good and well, and they have their place. But somehow Jesus was trying to press her a little further, a little deeper. He was trying to get her attention away from the basic uh, chores and the cares of life because she was getting caught up and consumed by the things of this world that happened to be of little importance. Though they were good, Jesus wanted to let her know that there's something even better. This was a good thing, but Jesus wanted to let her know something else. So let's keep building our case together. So Jesus came and uh, he enjoyed the company. He felt right at home in Bethany. And uh, though he appreciated the nice hospitality and the good food, Martha was so busy that she forgot to do something that Jesus would really appreciate more, and that is to have her in his presence, for him to have connection and communion with you and I. Jesus is more concerned about the relationship uh, with us and fellowship with us than the food. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is more important for Jesus to have you in his company, in his presence, than to serve him your best meal. Now, it doesn't mean that Jesus doesn't appreciate the good meal that Martha is serving him up, because, you know, perhaps Jesus never had that type of well-prepared meal. 
but 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 what Jesus yearned for, what he desired, was to have relationship with Martha, and this is what he desires to have with you and I. Listen to what the Bible says, what Jesus says now in verse 41 of chapter 10. But the Lord replied to her, Martha, Martha. Now, for emphasis, Luke writes and actually writes this in such a way to provide emphasis. He supplies emphasis. Jesus speaking, and he repeated her name twice, Martha, Martha. Now, if somebody repeats your name twice, they're trying to get your attention. They are trying to convey and communicate a message to you. So Jesus was trying to tell Martha something of vital importance. You see, she was missing it, and Jesus had to tell her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. Does that sound like somebody here today? Maybe this pandemic is making you paranoid and panicky. Maybe this paranoid, this pandemic is striking fear in your heart. Maybe you're worried about losing your job. Maybe the situation at home or in your marriage or relationship or with your children is spiraling out of control. And maybe we're so focused more on the problem than we are on coming to seek God's power. Maybe we're so focused on the fear that we forget about developing and cultivating our faith. Maybe we're so focused and caught up and consumed by the cares of this life instead of coming and sitting at the feet of Jesus. Can I get a witness up in here? Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, Martha, Martha, you're worried and bothered and anxious about so many things. But verse 42, here is the clincher and the punchline. But only one thing is necessary. Only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part, that which is to her advantage, which will not be taken away from her. In other words, Jesus saying, thank you for what you're doing, but right now I want you to drop what you're doing. Focus on spending time with me and forget about the other things that are not that important. Forget about the other trivial things. Those things may be good things, but there is something greater. There is a greater thing. That's a good thing, but I invite you to experience a greater thing. And the greater thing is to be in the presence of the almighty and powerful God, the one who loves us and cares for us. He is our faithful provider. And so he wants us to be connected with him. And when Jesus comes to your house, you got to drop everything. And you just got to want to bask in his presence. Sometimes Martha forgot the whole thing. I mean, it's not like every day Jesus is coming to her house. So the one day or the, the one season or the one interval of time that Jesus comes, maybe three, four, five times a year, I don't know how many times, but that's the time that he wants to spend with us. So just drop those unnecessary things. Drop those things that are distracting you. Drop those things that are of trivial and trite importance. Seek not the good thing, but the greater thing. Bible says, Jesus says, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part. The one thing. What is that one thing in your life? My brothers and sisters, as I prepare to land the plane. What is the, the, those other things in your life that is distracting you? That is causing you to worry? What are those other things that are causing you to become anxious and uh, unnerved? What are those other things that are 
causing you to take your eyes off Jesus. And Jesus says, one thing, only one thing is necessary. All you need is me. You see, Martha needed, what Martha needed was a calm, devotional spirit, a deeper thirst and hunger for God's truth and his word concerning, you know, the life of Jesus Christ, the gospel, and the graces necessary to grow in a spiritual uh, walk and growth and development in Jesus. She needed less anxiety for the things which would pass away and for more focus and attention to those things which would endure forever. Jesus is trying to teach us that all those other things may be good, but they're not that important. Seek the greater thing, and that is to meet with me, to commune with me. We need to realize that there's certain things in our lives that we need to let go of and seek the greater thing. Jesus invites us not to be worried, not to be anxious. Come and dine with me. Come and sup with me. He's concerned about supping with you and I than opposed to supping on some uh, rice and peas or some, uh, some veggie meat. Or, or He wants to sup with you and I. Spiritual food is of more uh, paramount importance for Jesus. He says this in the scriptures, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. So I want to ask you, what is that one thing that is necessary that you need, those things that you need to get rid of so that you can seek the one thing, the only one thing that is necessary for you in your life? The one thing that is necessary. The other things will distract you. The other things will keep you from receiving God's blessing, from, from receiving God's healing, from receiving God's deliverance, from, from receiving God's victory. Because if you allow the other things to consume and to take up or, or to cause you to be distracted, then you will miss out on what God wants to deliver you from, what God wants to give you. And God cannot give it to you once those other things are taking and occupying the place that only belongs to God. I leave you with a powerful song. I love it. I remember this. I don't think they have it in the new hymnal, but it's, it's from that old hymnal. I remember this, the words of the poet that says, the only one thing is necessary, said the poet, sitting at the feet of Jesus. Oh, what words I hear him say, happy place, so, so near, so precious, may it find me there each day, sitting at the feet of Jesus, I would look upon the past, for his love has been so gracious, it has won my heart at last, bless me, oh my Savior, bless me, as I'm waiting at thy feet, oh look down in love upon me, let me see thy face so sweet. Give me, Lord, the mind of Jesus. Make me holy as he is. May I prove I've been with Jesus, who is all my righteousness. May the Lord bless you today to receive his word. The only thing that is necessary is to sit at the feet of Jesus. God bless you in his almighty name. Amen.
Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.